Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Our spit is incredibly complex for a substance made of 99% water. It contains a genetic code that reveals the real you. And that DNA in your spit can also reveal meaningful insights about your health that could change everything. What would you do if you knew you were at a higher likelihood of developing a particular disease? Join 23 different iHeart podcast hosts as they explore their own health discoveries in the new season of Spit. Listen to Spit on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. One, two, one, two. Can you hear me coming through? One, three, four, three, four. Billy Andrew on the floor. One, two, one, two. That was good. Can you? Am I coming through clear? Oh, uh, what's that from? Am I coming through clear? Mum, can you hear me? <laughs> Willy Wonka, Willy Wonka. Mum, <laughs> mum, can it. you hear me? Am I coming in clear? <laughs> Mike TV. <laughs> Am I coming in clear? <laughs> mum. He's in a bajillion pieces above your head. Oh, I love Willy Wonka. I love Willy. Gossip Gaze. The Gossip Gaze. The Gossip Gaze. This week on another festive episode of The Gossip Gaze, Billy is telling you how to spice up your dating profile. It's Danny's turn to take on the CCC. And we're helping a listener torn between family and love at Christmas. The Gossip Gaze. Oh, darling. Oh, hello, Danny Beard. We are back for a brand new episode of The Gossip Gaze. Wow, it feels so good to be back, doesn't, doesn't it? it? Yeah. Do you like my new posh accent? Because I'm living down south in Seven Oaks. How's it going, do you think? It's going brilliantly. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. This year, I'm doing Cardi B as yeah. my entrance song. I don't know about you, but I feel a bit out of touch, Bill. I, I, give me a big out. Give me a big sing along any day. Do you know what? Speaking of out of touch, that's a little bit funny because it's funny that you mentioned that. I've recently we're getting older, aren't we? Yeah. How old are we now? I I I I've, I, I I keep telling people I'm 28 and I'm not. I'm 26. 
I'm 27. Why are you wishing your life away? I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm waiting to hit the 30 milestone. Me, I'm excited for that. But all these kids now, they're on TikTok. The app TikTok. I got it. I can't work it. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Like I feel completely out of touch with what, like all the lingo. Like what is what's new now? Boomer. Okay, boomer. Okay, boomer. There's okay, boomer. I've started using that though. Do you know what this is? What I'm saying. Like I, I've had to research what these terms are now. What and how did we know beforehand? We just knew. This is what I'm saying. I don't know how I knew things before, but now I feel like I'm having to research a lot more stuff. Do you understand oh, what I'm saying? It's a keep in the loop with what the kids are doing and what the kids are listening to. So what, we're getting old? Is that what you're saying? I feel like, yeah. But I also feel like I'm getting better with age. Like what's getting better about you? I can't say I, it. I think, I think <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm joking. I feel like I'm learning a, uh, like a lot more about the world and about myself, actually. Wow. Growing I, up. I'm, growing I'm up, literally buddy. growing up and I feel actually happy with myself. A little bit deep, I know, wow. but I am. Like these past few weeks, I've been like, actually, I'm happy with who I am at the minute and what I'm doing and where life's going. You're on a health kick. You're looking good. You're um, trim. You're in shape. Your hair's grown lovely. I'm just feeling better, and I'm You've happily. Had a good 2019. It's been a good 2019 for you. I'm also happily just being like by myself, doing my own thing. Really? Yeah. Whereas at the start of this year, I was like, right, let's find me a boyfriend on the podcast yeah. ASAP. Now I'm just like, I don't want one at the minute. It's too much hassle. Too much. Self-love? Yeah. Are you self-part... Do you identify as self-partnered now? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so that was a story recently, weren't yeah. it? That Emma Watson now identifies as self-partnered. That's literally me currently. I feel like I'm at one with Hermione. Oh my God, <laughs> somebody give you a space cake? You it's Leviosa. Leviosa. You are Herbin now, girl. Uh, do you know what? I think I've had... Looking back over the year, I know we're not quite there yet. Yeah. Um, and literally, it's the beginning of December. Do you know what I mean? We've still got a month left. We've got four weeks, three and a bit weeks left of yeah. the year. Um, I've had a nice, productive year. Um, I started the beginning of this year thinking, what's my next big thing? I need my next big thing. I've always been very hungry on what my next project is. Yeah. I get bored very easily. That said, I've invested more into drag in the last 12 months than I ever have in my career. In terms of outfits and makeup and... Is that what we're talking about? Reinvestment, yeah. Yeah. Back into it and trying to diversify my makeup skills and trying to grow my makeup skills, trying to grow what I'm comfortable wearing. Like, you won't believe how insecure I am as a person. Like, but first 12 months of doing drag, I wore a dog too scared and a black polar neck because I, I was so scared to wear anything else. I didn't feel comfortable, confident in anything else. And still now there's moments I'm like, oh, girl, you're too big. Right. But how much I've grown in the last year, I think if I sit back and think about it, it's quite a nice journey. Um, I'm still hungry for what's my next big thing, but I, I less want to force it. And I will let it happen natural. I want it to let it happen naturally. And when the moment comes, I'm ready. You can't force something overnight. I think I was very lucky in my career that I left uni. I became a DJ. Yeah. Very quickly. I was working all over Manchester's Gay Village as a DJ and it was all very quick for me. Yeah. Because there wasn't really anybody who did DJing like that looked like me at the time. Right. Yeah. And still really there isn't. 
you've got a couple of drag TJs, but I think I, you know, anyway, at yeah. the time, I really invested into what I did and it was quite quick. And then... I did Drag Idol UK, won that, and then very quickly the next year and a bit was all very hectic and I was then all of a sudden something new again. And then I did Britain's Got Talent and then there was the next level of new and exciting. And yeah. every, every so often, 18 months, 12 to 18 months, there was something new going on, my next big thing. Yeah. And it all happened very quick. And one, I learned a lot in that time on the job. I remember having complete imposter syndrome, being flown over to Sidge's Pride, picked up, taken for a meal, taken to my gorgeous swanky apartment that I was staying in for a week, all paid for and being paid to be there yeah. to perform in a foreign country outside to thousands of people. Felt like a pop star. Yeah. It's where Bea Dante was born. Yeah. <laughs> and I just remember having the worst imposter syndrome thinking, you do not deserve this. Wow. Everything that people say about you is right. You do not deserve this. You... I've been on the scene five minutes. Who yeah. Who the fuck are you? Yeah. And I think that manifested in me as a, well, I'm just going to be cocky and confident and OTT and then no one can say anything because I am, I'm in control of that. Right. And yeah, I think yeah. I've spoke about it before, but what I'm saying is the last 12 months, I haven't had that next big project. After that was Panto. Yeah. For a few years. So, you know, after all these big things, I've really spent time on me. And good, good stuff. And you can't, you can't manufacture, you can't buy experience and self-love and self-time. Yeah. And giving yourself that, only time can give you that. I feel like the universe does work in mysterious ways sometimes and I feel like you may, maybe needed that downtime. And you know what? I've had a few knocks and things that I've not publicly spoken about. We all have not backed, but you don't want to publicly say like what you've been not back on and stuff like that. Do you know what I'm saying? Now I'm not bothered. Yeah. Now I'm, pu- I'm quite happy to say, you know, I was invited over to Germany to take part in Germany's Got Talent. Yeah. That was last, this time, was that this year? Oh, when was it? It was, oh, I can't remember when it was now, but it was in the past 12, 12 months. 12 months. Yeah. And I... They picked the songs for me. It was all very go, go, go. We were signing documents. It was this time last year. Yeah, it was this time last year. It was just before Panto last year. Because we were trying to sort out contracts to let me leave Panto for a couple of days to film the final in Germany. And it was all very, we need Danny on these dates for the final. And it all seemed to be going well. And then when we couldn't, there was an issue with contracts and being released out of one contract to film for another. And then we managed to get a day and they needed four days. And then it was two days and and it was all back and forwards with contracts. And then when I went to the show i felt really publicly humiliated like they just they told me they were going to speak to me in english they didn't it was all in german yeah they said you it's called daz super talent so they were like are you are you a superstar you might be a star but are you a superstar was kind of the feedback and it was all very like you know x-factory like we don't know if you've got what it takes Mm, i don't think you've got that thing we're looking for and did they ask you a really stupid question they asked me one question in english which was are you a boy or a girl like that like that just shows what show it is like what a load of shit what is that kind of question to ask someone like it was a bit like well i'm quite clearly a drag artist i think i answered it quite nicely i said i'm whatever you want me to be baby yeah because i'm not you know i'm not trans so i'm not here to speak on behalf of trans people but also if you asked one of my trans brothers or sisters that question i would 
I would feel shit because yeah. why are you putting them in that position? Yeah. But anyway, that's a whole other thing. But yeah, it just didn't work out. And then anyway, it finished with the producers followed it up with a big email. I'm probably not really meant to speak about it, but it's been about 12 months. Yeah. I really don't care. Um, Apologising wow. for what happened. It didn't go to air. So they didn't even show it on TV in Germany at all. Right. Didn't show me not getting through and left it open that they'd like me to come back at some point. I just wouldn't even bother. I don't think I'm going to. I don't think it's the right path for me. But also what I did learn from it, and that's the whole reason why I'm telling you, is that it made me think, don't ever think you've got something in the bag. Right. I think in the back of my mind, I thought, well, I did all right on BGT. It's a bit of a smaller show. The way they're acting, they're telling me they need me for the final. Right. I've not had to do anything else. They flew me over, paid for a couple of us to go. Yeah. We were in Germany. They paid for swanky hotels. I was driven all over Germany. There was no waiting round. I went in. I filmed the bit before. I got loads of shots walking around, loads of shots up and down, Um a big story section and then I was taken straight onto the stage I did my thing and then I was taken back and then the judges just said no the judges yes so the judges have to vote on their show so you right. get a tick or an X and I got no all no's apart from one yes right Um. so they were like no so then that knocked you back a bit and you were like shit so basically yes what I'm saying is this time last year I was thinking fuck what is my life yeah do you know what I mean? What is the next big thing? I thought this was could have been my next big thing to help me break out in another country. And I probably went thinking, oh, I know this. I know this. I've got this song in the yeah. bag. I've done this for the last two years in my shows. It's easy. I'm going to do it. And then it all just crumbled around me. And, you know, Gordon was said to me, um, I think the thing you need to take from this is don't ever go not 100% prepared you can never be too prepared for something you need to do as much as you can yeah to make sure that whatever job you're going to whatever gig you're going to you're going with the best foundation and then you're not worried about not knowing it or not knowing it right this is what yeah I feel like I just said earlier the universe works in mysterious ways and you've not really had a knockback up until that point yeah and maybe you just needed that yeah. To then be like, right, shit, let me focus on this, do this, do this, do what, that. And what do I want to do? Yeah. So, I didn't expect to tell that story just Wow, then. that just was, that actually was very organic and I loved it. Sorry, I didn't... <laughs> <laughs> I did, I need to take a sip of this drink. My mouth yeah. is dry as a nun's new new. We got very deep then, but that... Do you know what? I, I'm surprised you told that story. Because obviously I knew all this yeah. at the time, but... Wow. But also, I think... <clears throat> When I listen back to this show, yeah, and when I listen to our teaser, we said on our teaser, this is going to be an organic, honest conversation between two friends that we're sharing with anyone that wants to listen. Yeah. And that's what I'm doing. And it actually feels good. This is a bit like therapy to me. Do you know what I mean? Like, it feels good when I say something on here, Mm. even if I know I'm going to get in trouble with someone else somewhere for saying something I shouldn't. Right. This is like really good for me. And this is why I encourage everyone who writes in with listeners letters who, who wants to get involved back with us to talk things out. 
Oh, that was And it was just a nice little moment to reflect back on the year. And actually, I can't believe it was literally a year ago right now that I thought I was going to give up drag and give everything up and that I was shit. Yeah. And I couldn't do it. (laughs) My God. Well, I'm glad you didn't. (laughs) Yeah, and so am I. Yeah. I'm glad you're still working on it. Actually, it has been a tough year. Do you know what I mean? Like, as you know, I've mentioned it on here. I don't want to dwell on it, but I've been really ill the past couple of months. Yeah. I just, I've never, I've always taken my health for granted. You do though, until you have sort of like, until you have a health stare. Like I had a health stare anyway, but it's just, you just like, oh my lordy. What was health? My fucking, what is it called? Gallbladder. A couple of years oh ago. Oh God, yeah. Like I had that, like that. I'd never been ill up until then. And it was like, oh my lordy. Like you just do take your health for granted, actually. Absolutely. And I just want to say, before we carry on with today's show... Thank you to everyone that still listens to us. Yeah. Thank you for people for getting involved. Thank you for sending in your reviews, for sending in your listeners' letters, for sending in any kind of feedback and response to this show because, and we do bang on about it a bit, but it isn't a paid job. It's not something we we do because we have to. It's something we do because we want to. Yeah. So when people like that back, honestly... It's the most rewarding, fulfilling thing ever. I mean, I'm sure if, if I fucking volunteered at the dog's home or like <laughs> some kind of kid's home, it might be a bit more rewarding. But anyway, it's rewarding. Yeah. And I want to thank the people yeah. for listening. Namaste. Mm-hmm. The Gossip Gaze. So this is our brand new segment of the show that we labelled last week, Wankity Wank. Oh, Wankity Wank. Wankity Wank. Oh, Wankity Wank. Oh, Wankity Wank. Ooh, that is right. So, Wankity Wank, as you've just said, is fastly becoming my favourite part of our show, DJ Billy Andrew. It is as simple as this. Uh, gorgeous producer Sam has found a Christmassy headline from last year. Yep. More outrageous, the better, I believe. Yes. Uh, some of the headline from the article will be wankity wanked, which means... Blanked out. Blanked out. Uh, and in its place will be some Christmas emojis. Every emoji is in place of a word. And we have to guess there. what the headline says. Let's yeah. do it. What's the headline? This week. Hit me. It says... Go. <laughs> Enormous illuminated blank. Blank appears on front of a house in Reading. Say it again. Enormous illuminated blank blank appears on front of house in Reading. A blank blank. Right. Enormous illuminated projected penis appears on the front of a house in Reading. Enormous illuminated Boris Johnson appears on the house in Reading. Boris Johnson was mm, I'm trying to think of last year like what was bid what was relevant ooh Theresa May Enorm- enormous illuminated blank blank penis pump no what? no that's not Christmassy enormous illuminated shagging Santa yeah I was thinking like some sort of sexy Santa like sexy elf reindeer like raunchy raunchy reindeer raunchy reindeer like Something that's what oh, I was thinking. I don't want to see your Pornhub history over Christmas. <laughs> Raunchy reindeer. Raunchy reindeer. Sits on daddy's lap. Enormous illuminated Boris Johnson appears in front of a house in Reading. I'm going for that. I'm going Raunchy reindeer. 
Raunchy fucking reindeer. What we at? Let's see what we're at. Um, I'm terrified by raunchy reindeer. It's actually an enormous illuminated Christmas penis appears on front of house in Reading. We could have got that. Wait a minute. Bit Christmas of a penis. <laughs> What's a Christmas Wait penis? Wait a minute, this is what I'm saying. Is it covered in tinsel? How is it different to a normal <laughs> penis? Has he got a fairy on top? <laughs> Here we go. I've got that. I've got the article. Show me a Christmas penis, please. Enormous illuminated Christmas penis appears in front of a house in Reading. The festive light display is believed to be the work of students. Of course it is. Dum, dum, Wait, dum. does this mean we're now going to start getting like Valentine's penises, Easter penises, <gasps> like Halloween, wow. Halloweeny penises? Like, let's yeah, do an all, let's do works. like yeah, a penis all year round, please. <laughs> Stephen Bailey Todd, who's 53, lives nearby, said he was in complete disbelief when he spotted the shining genitalia while strolling home. It was quite a shock, to be honest. He said of the erection. When you walk home, you just don't expect to come face to face with enormous penis on a wall. Uh, And the penis is made out of fairy lights and it is erect up to a bedroom window. Wow. Ah, students are weird, aren't they? Students Students are weird, but you know what? I bet they got knocked on by the police and got them to remove it. Do you think? We scarper. We (laughs) scarper. Oh my god, the seagulls outside, guys. Batten the hatches. I think it's the end of the world. The gossip case. So this is another brand new segment that we started last week. The CCC, The honey. CCC coming in hat, hat, hat. Ooh, the Christmas carol. Calculator. <laughs> so we're just going to warm the machine up, getting it ready. Let me hear that. Ooh, very expensive stuff. Oh, oh, there it is. She's ready. Oh, there it is. Oh, there it is. And it's really hitting. <laughs> Let's find out what the Christmas Carol calculator has for us this week. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Woo! Ooh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer in the style of... Donald Trump. Oh, fuck. oh for God. This is you in the style oh, of Donald no. Trump. <laughs> Donald Trump. Is that right? Collusion. China. Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer, had a very shiny nose. <laughs> and if you ever saw it... Oh, that was bad. Collusion, China. You would even say, it glows. <laughs> All of the other reindeer used to laugh and call him fake news. <laughs> they never let poor Rudolph join in any reindeer his. <laughs> Then one foggy Christmas Eve, Santa came to say, Rudolph, with your... This is so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Rudolph, with your nasty bait, won't you guide my pussy tonight? <laughs> I really hope the Vivian... I really hope the Vivian or anyone that's vaguely good at impressions does not listen to that awful impression. I don't. Find out next week what the CCC has got in store for us, girls. So, this week's listeners letter has come in to our Instagram, which is... At the Gossip Gaze. With a Z. Yep. Like... Liza. And... Uh, Lisa. And... Pisa. And... Um, someone else. Zebras. <laughs> <laughs> so, they put, hi boys. Also, I have to say, before I start, they've asked to keep this anonymous. We actually know this person. 
Uh, so they probably could have just texted us. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, they put, so Christmas, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Basically, uh, my boyfriend's family are from Liverpool and all live there. My family are from Somerset and all live there. Right. Uh, we live in Kent and usually uh, go between both of them on Christmas. Uh, it takes six hours and we end up in Boxing Day on my boyfriend's. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> Uh, overall we drive for a total of about 16 hours in the space of four days and to be honest with you this year i really can't be asked i don't really know how to approach the subject though with my boyfriend and how to tell both of our families that i can't be asked with the mega drive help another message ha 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 another message also keep me anonymous please right okay so to summarise, they... Oh, we also said earlier on, he actually lives in Kent. So we've got one family in Somerset, one family in Liverpool, they live in Kent. Yeah. And basically, on Christmas night, they have to drive six hours to Liverpool to accommodate both the families. Can I just say... Go on. This... This strikes a nerve with me. Is that the right word? Strikes yeah. a nerve? Why? Because, not a nerve... This hits the nail on the head. This is this was my life for four years, three years. What did you need to do? Go between yours and Joe's. But it was only an hour from Manchester right. to Liverpool. Yeah, I cannot imagine what six hours is like. And I always think this is what Christmas is. Christmas is always everyone, just like last week's listener's letter people buying gifts it's always about everyone trying to appease everybody else yeah and actually a lot of the time not everyone's enjoying it and if you think about christmas when it's dead super stressful in your house your mum's not enjoying it yeah your family aren't enjoying it because they're all cooking nan's not enjoying it because she wants to be at home you're not enjoying it because your mum's nagging at you everyone's not enjoying it because they feel like this is what you have to do on Christmas. Yeah, you need to do what you want to do. Which is really hard to say to a family because family will think you're being selfish. See. Panto for me has been a blessing. Right, in disguise. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now, I know my family are upset I can't be there on Christmas. And I know Joe's family are really upset that he can't be there on Christmas. And, you know, vice versa with Yeah, of course. But the last two years, I have had... The best Christmas I have ever had. And I'll tell you for why. Go on. We check in on Christmas Eve into a really nice hotel um, with the dog. We have dinner brought to us in our room. We have... Bougie. Bougie, yeah. We have, <laughs> bougie bitch. <laughs> we have... You know what? It is... To be fair, this is a gift from my mum and it isn't cheap, but... We've done it a year, two years ago, the same thing. We did it in a Hilton. Yeah. And it was like 150 quid or something yeah. for the two of us to stay. What I'm saying is, then we wake up in the hotel. We have breakfast brought to the room. We go for a nice walk with the dog. We come back. We have a nap. We watch Christmas things. We go down downstairs. We have our full Christmas dinner. And then we have crackers and cheese later on in the night time. <laughs> Honest to God, yeah. Yeah. it is hassle-free, it is stress-free. Last year, I spilt champagne, it was Prosecco, I spilt champagne 
all over the bed and someone came in. She won't even let me help her clean it. Aww. It was the most hassle-free, stress-free Christmas I can tell you I've ever had. I feel like I've divulged, diverged. I feel like I'm going crazy because no. I've done about 10 shows here. It's all right. <laughs> it's fine. What I'm trying to say is make your own rules. This is... You need to decide. <sighs> Look, if you're going to be with your families... Pick a on family. Christmas... Pick a family. Start with your family this year. Next year, you're his family. That's exactly what I and used to do. You're just going to have to alternate it every yeah. year, and someone's mum's going to have to suck it up that it's not theirs the first year. Do you know what? I once did a friend's Christmas where. Oh yeah. So you, so you were in Panto, so you couldn't make it. Yeah. But it was our group of friends. We all decided to not do the family thing that year, and all just have a friend's Christmas at my friend's flat in Manchester. And that was, honestly, one of the most stress-free Christmases we've ever had. Wow. You just got to sit round, drink all day. Aaron did the cooking because he does. Then we all cleaned up. And then we just sat there and drank all day. And we just had laughter and fun because we've all got the same sense of humour. When I'm with my family, I don't... I don't sometimes gel with some of them. I don't feel like I can be my complete self around some of them. I'm drinking and my grandma's like, oh, you're having another drink, are you? Oh, oh, oh. I'm like... Let me do my own thing, do you know yeah. what I mean? So that was one of the nicest Christmases I've ever had. This is what I'm saying. So making your own rules on Christmas, I don't see the issue. I don't see... Uh, it's other people that will be upset, but it's out of their own selfishness. Yeah. Because that's what they want Christmas to be. Well, I want Christmas to be this way. To be fair, we don't have kids, so we don't know what it's like to not have your kids at Christmas. Because, of course. But that being said, I see you, I see you all around the rest of the year. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and the thing is, you know, my family, I'm even though I'm not there, my family are doing something similar because obviously, as you know, I said the other week, we have fake Christmas. Yeah. And that's lovely and it is like a mini Christmas tray, fights and all. But on real Christmas, my family now book it somewhere and just, and just go, go out, out and eat. Yeah. And I think that's becoming more and more popular because it really is so much less stress. Um, I yeah. think we should aim for a stress free christmas i would love to because because i'm spending christmas with my family this year i'd love it all just to go out it needs to be as stress-free as possible yeah i honestly i'm telling i've said it and i'll say it again christmas becomes everyone trying to do what they think they should do because it's christmas rather than doing what they actually want to do Mm -hmm. and you know what again if people spoke more people said how about this idea for christmas and let conversations start People will be having a lot nicer Christmases. I agree. Do you know what um, I mean? Mr. Anonymous, you need to let one of them families know that you're not going to be spending Christmas with them this year. Or say, we've decided to, to book a hotel for ourselves this Christmas. Do you know what? That's even better. We've never <laughs> had a Christmas just us two. Yeah. Even if they don't book it and they just spend it at home. Or, you know, we've decided to spend Christmas at home this year. Yeah. Just us two. But as of next year... We've flipped a coin. We're going to come to yours. Then the year after, we're going to go to yours. Then the year after that, we're going to have it on our own. And just rotate it, doing the three versions. One in Liverpool, one in Somerset, one on your own. One in Liverpool, one in Somerset, one on your own. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or, or whatever. Just make the decision on how it's going to go. And tell the people. Tell your family. Don't be scared to either. And don't be scared to... Or 
have it at yours and then say, we're having Christmas at ours this year. Do you want to come round? Do you want to come? Yeah, you do the drive. And you come to us and yeah. tell both families to come to you and have them all there and let them see how stressful the six-hour drive is. <laughs> because I'm telling you next yeah. year they're going to appreciate not having to do that. Agreed. God, we are good. The Gossip Gaze. Right, does this shock you? I've got some shocking things. Profiles with bikini pics and cuddling dogs are most likely to be successful on dating apps. Uh, no, because there's that like old-fashioned thing, isn't there? If you take your dog out, like guys borrow people's dogs to hook up. I've heard of that, actually. Yeah. yeah. Hasn't it got a name? Oof, I don't know the name Dog-in. of it. No, no uh, not that's something else. Oh, you, you love, you love dogging, don't you? <laughs> I don't love dogging. No. What is it you love? I don't know. But I don't know what you're getting <laughs> you're at. You're looking at me like yeah. I am going to kill you when these microphones go off, bitch. Yes, because some, some people listen to this. You shouldn't be knowing what I'm up to in my car. <laughs> Ew! Oh my god! He likes like, However, I I don't think I don't think this represents the LGBT community. I think this is more straight world because it says men photographed with a baby or child are most likely. To be blocked. Rank highly for all the categories of getting like a swipe right. So that's right. because the girlies ovaries go... Yeah. see a man with a baby. Yeah. Their little, their little womb goes yeah. all funny. They got a little tingle and they say, that man can pregnate me. <laughs> that's what, they, that's what wow. they think. Apparently. Anyway, that's what the scientists are saying. Boom, boom, boom shake my womb. <laughs> Brilliant. I'm thinking though... Uh, I believe it also says in the article that if you're on a beach, you get more of a little swipe right as well. So what? It's, it's it must be releasing some kind of endorphins or whatever. You I'm call thinking them in your it brain. shows right if if they're on a beach, got money, money, or they're like travelling. Well, they could be on Blackpool Beach. You don't know if it's a nice day on Blackpool Beach. How you gonna yeah, know if that's star true. star? Right? How are you gonna know if that's like two hot dogs or two legs? You're never gonna know, <laughs> right? <laughs> But I don't, I don't go on that norm. I don't think I do. I like to see a close-up of a face. Then I like to see a full length of a body. Oh, I bet you do. So you're telling me you you don't want to see the full package before you swipe him right or left? Of course. Ooh. Oh, you sound like of a bird. Of <laughs> wow, I'm turning into a pigeon. Oh my God, my auntie has pigeon as, as a dish. What do you mean? Eats it like yes. bird. Apparently, it's nice. Low pigeon no breast. Bro. No bitch. Anyway, moving on for the How pigeon. How little must a pigeon breast be? Well, I don't know. Littler than both of ours. <laughs> yeah, of course. We're fully grown humans. Like compared to a pigeon, you don't be ridiculous. Chicken breasts. They're small considering the size of a chicken. A pigeon breast must be like right. Like a, I'm with me? you. I'm with Smaller you. Smaller than an egg. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, back to this dating thing. Yeah. What what sort of pictures do you like to see on these sort of apps? Um, just one with a face. You need a face. Yeah. Blank you profiles need, nice need, to, need to like... The face needs to connect with me. I like a beard. Don't mind a bald guy. A what? Bald guy. <laughs> what? <laughs> bald. <laughs> yeah. It's just funny. funny the word bald. Bald, yeah. How do you say it? <laughs> What? Bald. Bald. Arty. 
Why are you laughing? It's bald. A bald guy. Listen, listen here, right. We've not got long left on this show. It's coming up to Christmas. It's nearly the year 2020. We've not spoke about love bombing, micro-cheating, grandaying, Gatsbying, freckling, flash planner, fishing, cuffing season, all of these things that we've not spoken about. Well, let's speak about a couple of them then. Well. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? What do you want to know? You you, you give me your favourite one out of that list. <sighs> Quite like flash planner. What's that? I don't even a know flash what that is. Pa- a flash planner. Oh, in and out. In and out. Someone who's addicted to that warm, fuzzy and exciting start bit of a relationship but can't handle the hard bits that come after. I, right, do you know what? I, you know, like having to actually make a commitment with someone or actually meet make effort. parents yeah. or posting an Instagram Instagram caption with them like, oh, this one, the one, my bae. That one. Uh, Frecklin, that's someone who pops into your dating life only when the weather's nice and then vanishes when it's chilly. <laughs> Just like a freckle, Wait, they is, pop out in the sun. Is that not the other way round? Nuh-uh. Well, I don't know anybody who comes out in the summer. Like, Are you joking? All the ones with the six packs and all the hot buds? They're not looking for serious flesh. They're looking for, oh, uh, so they're a freckler. Right. <laughs> Hello, somebody. The penny's dropped. Penny's dropped at Gatsby Inn. No idea. Gatsby Inn is when you put a picture on social media or a video, could be a video, or Snapchat. Or an Instagram story, purely, purely so that the love interest, we're going to call them, yeah, can see it. Oh, doesn't everybody do that? No, one. You're a proper Gatsby-er. Billy Gatsby. Uh, <laughs> oh, that could be a new DJ name. At Billy Gatsby. I can't even say it. I can't even say it. <laughs> Wait, no, so, are not, right, all these single guys and girls and everybody in between out there are posting pictures. I feel like... I sometimes post pictures for other people to see, like to see, like boys who might be interested. Right. But what? But what else would I be posting the pictures for? Yourself. I don't, I don't want to post pictures for myself. Then well, then I'd have my account on private and just have my friends seeing it. Okay, honey. Do you know what well, I mean? So I'm just, I'm just saying, saying, like, does not everybody do that? Not everyone, but a lot of people I know hat fish. Which is? Which is what you were very guilty of before your hair transplant. Oh, my lordy. Hat fishing. Honestly, if you're wearing Spelt. a cap in all your pictures, we know exactly what's underneath. Bothered. <laughs> Stop being mean. But basically, hat fishing, yeah, you're correct, is when someone looks better when wearing a hat, so only post pictures of them wearing a hat. That was me. Instagram and the Honestly. and the... You scroll they back on mine, at DJ Billy Andrew, scroll back, right, and you will see me in a cap, continuous. But do you know what? I look good in a cap. It was getting to the point where I was getting a little bit older, though, and I was wearing it backwards, and I was like, oh, is, is, is he now pushing it? Like, it was all right in my early 20s. Yeah. But now it's late 20s, and I'm still wearing my cap backwards, like, all right, get a grip. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? What do you mean, like you did on Homo Block last weekend? I looked really cute there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, scratch that, reverse that. I look cute. It's okay, it's okay. It's okay. Oh, well, that's that's a great end to the show. End to the show, actually. yeah. I love learning terminology. My mum still goes on about a delay dog. Me, what's me, my favourite one has been Cinderella in. Really? But that's because you are a Cinderella. 
I'm yet to do it to somebody. Oh, actually, I used to, I, I did do it to somebody I, I had an interest with earlier on this did year. Did you? What did you leave? I left my jacket. Wow. I don't know if I did it intentionally or I, or it was like subconsciously like left it because I actually like the Subconscious person. Subconscious Cinderella in? Leaving yeah. something at someone's house so that you have to go back for it? Yeah. Wow. Have you got a Christmas cracker joke to end on? Oh, do I have a Christmas cracker joke to end on? Are you fucking having a laugh? <laughs> what goes ho, 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 thump? Um, Santa falling down the stairs. Santa laughing his head off. <laughs> What's Santa's favourite place to deliver presents? Um, <clears throat> don't know. I don't know. Idaho. Ho, ho. Oh, ho, 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 ho. The Gossip Gaze. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. United Kingdom... Finally, 12 points to the United Kingdom. 12 points go to the United Kingdom. Apologies for interrupting your podcast, but we wanted to tell you about our show that we think you might enjoy. We're Robin James, the hosts of the Eurotrip, the world's favourite Eurovision podcast. Join us every week as we build up to this year's contest in Malmö in Sweden. We'll be chatting to the artists, the fans and the people behind the world's biggest TV spectacular. And here's a taste of what you can expect. If the BBC rang you, Petra, to come and host a, a show, would you do it? In a heartbeat. I mean, our ambition is to win and for it to be another watershed moment for Eurovision for the UK. Queen Lorene, Eurovision winner. Did you ever think you would be back here again? I get goosebumps. No way! Just search The Eurotrip wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs> 